Rose Radio Show with Source. He tumbles it forward. It's going to run through. Source Jacobs, what a goal. And Tomo. Massive week in football. Massive show on Triple M. Crows fans, good morning to you. Always great to have your company on the Crows Radio Show with Source and Tomo. Showdown last night and a man that absolutely took the P1 double five when it came to showdowns. Saucy Jacobs, hello, mate. Well, how are you going, Tomo? And uh, mate, a showdown weekend deserves a big, uh, a big show, and we have that today. Oh, don't worry about that. Brent Riley is going to join us. Absolutely Club love the favourite, right? Oh, yeah, uh, underrated footballer, Adam. For sure, two hundred games to his name, or well, two hundred and three, in fact. Very, very good footballer. And I, I reckon if he, uh, if he had played in a time where we didn't have such champions like yep. Rashudo McLeod, I reckon mm. his career would be, uh, would be right up there. No, very, very good. And uh, well, calls himself the South Australian now. We draft. <laughs> him at 18 years of age, so I'm looking forward to that chat, mate. What else have we got on the show? we got Ben Keyes, um, obviously another one. It's a really interesting chat, Keyes. It's mm. Just a bit, about, a bit of history about him as a person and his family or whatever, so stay tuned for that one. Yeah, you and Ebony Marinoff went one-on-one with him throughout the week, mate. We did. So one-on-two on even. Yeah, it's good to have ever part of the show. Um, we're going to have a fan giveaway today. So, oh, this is huge. So we'll run the, obviously, a bit more information later, but a bit of a showdown-flavoured quiz, oh. uh, and we'll give away a signed Guernsey. Yep, beautiful. And for people to get in touch with the show because that's what you have to do you have to email the answers through and they're assigned Guernsey which is supreme so they got to hit us up at the email address there so that's right we want to encourage people to keep downloading the listener app as well so um and on and finally mate the we, we got the club strategy as well so we got Sim Silver some quotes for him after he spoke to the club throughout last week um we look forward to just touching on this club strategy and where we're going yeah we'll dissect that and get right into it here at the Crows radio show let's get it started this is the Crows Radio Show with Source and Atama and Saucy. Membership, such a big deal towards the Adelaide Football Club. Yes, Tomo. Now, the Adelaide Crows is your club, and this is your moment to join the Crows family. Game access memberships start from as little as $18 yeah, a month. Bargain, time. mate. <laughs> Visit crowsmembership.com.au for more information. And also, the mailbag is open, so you can send in your questions, comments, or Crows people you want to hear from at crowsradio at afc.com.au. Now, Tim Silvers had... Uh, come out oh, it was about a month ago with the yep. strategy plan for the Adelaide Crows, a bit of a five-year plan. Saucy, here's what he had to say. For the next five years, some of the major call-outs are around securing an AFL premiership by 2027. We've known in the AFLW program we've, we've been ultra-successful, having won three premierships in seven seasons. We want to continue that success. We want to continue that dynasty. A major call out is a new facility, a new home. We, we want to be a destination club in the industry. We want to attract the best players, the best coaches and the best staff to our footy club. And we think having our, a new home that houses our men's, women's and sample programs is really important. So an elite training admin facility, which also doubles as a home for our AFLW team. It's aspirational, this plan. There, there's no doubt about it, but we've got to strive to new heights to deliver this. We want to hit 100,000 members. People think that's an, a massive number. In terms of total supporters, our stats show that we've got 700,000 supporters in South Australia and 200,000 across the rest of the country. We think we've just got to find new ways um, and get understand our, our supporters and how they can become a member of our footy club because the members, lifeblood of our footy club and it's really important that they not only a supporter but they engage with the club. Now, Tommy, you can hear, obviously, the passion that Tim's uh, speaking about the strategy with. So the, the strategy is titled Earn the Pride. Yep. So I guess you want to strip it back and um, I guess it's a little play on words. It used to be the pride of South Australia, uh-huh. but now we're incorporating a little of that into the, uh, into the strategy. So um, some great stuff there from Tim. It is pretty aspirational as well. I yeah. think 
I think there's some things that we really want to aim for. Obviously, a, a premiership for the for the men's as as obviously sustained success with the women's as well. Uh huh. Yeah, saucy. So I was probably on the fence a little bit when it came out, but there's one thing I absolutely love about it is how brazen it is. Come out and yeah. Take down the walls and go, how good's this? This is what we're going to do. So I think that the Adelaide Crows are in a really, really good spot. And what he's saying there is like, it, it's not what any other club aren't saying behind closed doors. Yeah. The only difference is they've come out and gone, you know what, this is what we need to do. So I think it's brilliant from the Crows. It is, mate. And then, uh, and if you want to watch the extended version or any other content, tune into the Crows TV show. Tune into yeah. 7 Plus or stream it through the website at afc.com.au for more Crows content. Absolutely beautiful. Saucy Jacobs and Ebony Marinoff uh, had Benny Keys down at the club throughout the week and hit him with all the hard questions. Here's how it played out. Keezy, thanks very much for joining us on the Crows Radio Show. You started the year really well, mate. We've seen you in a different role at the back part of last year and now um, the start of this year. How have you settled into the new forward mid-roll? Yeah, it's been, it's been good. It's been, it's been fun. It's been tough at times. Obviously, when you're a ball-winning midfielder by trade, sometimes you want to get up the ground and get your hands on the footy. But uh, I've really enjoyed working with... James Raheely, the, the forwards coach, he's a really great mind. Um, one of the most intelligent football coaches I've definitely played under. So we're, we're very blessed to have him as the forwards coach. And yeah, it's been fun. It's been a fun unit to work with. And uh, yeah, it's been fun to mix and match across the two lines. So you found yourself in the leadership group last year. We've obviously had a great summer. I think all the boys were up and about. A couple of good wins in the Pracky matches, challenging last over the last couple of weeks. Like, how have you found your leadership? Um, and even with Dorse in these first couple of games, you know, you guys having to step up. How have you found that role? Yeah, it's definitely been tested over the first two weeks of the season. It's been good. It's been good learning for me. Been good development. Um, it definitely means that I've had to yeah step up and, and get a bit uncomfortable at times, um, doing things I wouldn't normally do. But yeah, I feel like I'm pretty um, vocal um, naturally, especially out in the field. So so that's something that I just try and bring. And, and yeah, to support Dorse is, is fantastic. He's one of my good mates and yeah, we're the same age. So it's amazing to, yeah, we sort of came to the club similar times um, and he's, uh, yeah, he's the skipper and, and I'm supporting him. So it's been, uh, it's been interesting. It's been, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a joy to, to kind of work on that side of my, uh, my leadership. Yeah, as a team, we've, we've shown some really good signs and, and in patches we're playing some really strong footy um, to start the year. Where do you see our growth coming from as a team? What areas can we sort of rectify to, I guess, put in place to keep building on the strong form we've had? Yeah, I think just our consistency for all four quarters, uh, I think that's let us down first few weeks. Um, but we've definitely got the capacity to be able to do it. I think once we tidy up a few things with some of our structure and our shape, we'll be fine. So, yeah, we're still, we're still growing as a group. You know, I, I know the fans are you know, probably frustrated. They want us to win. They want us to get up there and, and play finals. Um, but we've got some guys that are taking huge strides, some young players that are still developing. Um, so it's a really exciting journey. And, um, yeah, once we click, once everything clicks, uh, I think it's gonna be, we're going to be a pretty exciting side to watch. Now, I wanted to touch on your great-grandfather, your great-uncle. They've done it all. They've played Fitzroy, Collingwood, and then obviously served in the World War One and Two. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Did you obviously grew up in Queensland? I found out you were born in Melbourne. Did you ever aspire to do that? It was just footy um, from a young age. No, I actually did aspire to, to do that. Uh, my, my dad, who was a, a massive Fitzroy supporter um he's you know he's he's responsible for so many things me being a, a Lions uh Brisbane Lions tragic and um and playing footy and also being interested in, in the war in the war stuff um yeah he educated me on my family history pretty early and um 
And uh, yeah, it's it's a pretty special story. My great grandfather was uh, served in both world wars. I think he was sixteen in the first war, so he lied about his age then. Then he was forty five <laughs> or something in the second war, so he lied about his age then. Yeah, wow. um, so he lied about his age twice to to serve and and, wow. and came back. And in between that, he played a, a handful of games for Fitzroy and Collingwood. So it's a very special, uh, yeah, Anzac Anzac Day story. Uh, sometimes it, it pops up when when Anzac Day rolls around. But I probably wasn't aware of it when I was younger, but my dad seemed to always. Uh, we were always allowed to watch war movies like from a really young age. Like at the time, I was sort of like, you know, talking to my friends, like, this is actually strange that dad lets us watch all these, all these movies. But now that I'm older, I realize what he was doing. He really wanted to educate us on that, on that side of things early. And um, yeah, it definitely had a massive impact on me. It's something I'm still interested in today. And um, yeah, it's something that's uh, special to me. You can tell it's obviously had a big impact on you. You speak really passionately about it. How much do you incorporate that? Only not only just your footy, but you just your general life. Like you know, I've known you for a couple of years now. You are when you're in with something, you're all in. You make sure you you, you do your absolute best, and you're getting the absolute most out of yourself. How much do you draw, I guess, on those experiences from your family? Yeah, I think I draw on it a lot. Um, I probably was doing it subconsciously early on um, when I wasn't um, sort of aware of it or didn't didn't know much. But uh, yeah, as I said, dad always planted the seed, and um, yeah, you know, dad never really pushed me really hard at all. He sort of left left us to our own devices, left us to figure stuff out, and it just happened to be that they were my two major interests, really, sport in particular, footy, and also and also war, and um, and and yeah, it's 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 just something that yeah, I'm really passionate about it's um yeah something i get quite emotional about as well um you know i love love hearing stories and i'm lucky enough to have met some some people in adelaide that, that have served um in more recent times as well and actually have one as as sort of a mentor um and he's he's served in in all sorts of countries yeah so it's 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 amazing it's been good and yeah i do try and channel that i guess uh, in the way i go about my my job and my life Cool. My grandpa's went to well, i think it was world war ii and he's still alive he's like 100 this yeah, year yeah. so maybe they went Went to war together, yeah. He's, That's really cool. When you have someone within your family, like obviously we go and watch my grandpa march. He's like, does the wheelchair now, but he can still mm. walk. But like, I think when you have someone in your family, like you instantly just have a connection and like a real appreciation, especially like dawn service and like you actually get it. I know so many people show respects and I think, you know, you boys go every year together um, down at Henley. But yeah, it's 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 pretty cool to have someone that's, you know, served for our country in, in, in your family. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's it's certainly different times now. Um, you know, who knows what it would have been like. It was just normal people like you and I that were being drafted and being forced to to go and fight in some of these wars and um, and a lot of people dying as well. So, so much younger than us. So it's uh, it's definitely a grounding moment. And yeah, it's 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 good that you know Anzac Day rolls around every year. But I'd love if everyone was uh, was way more aware of it. Just just in everyday life. Did you plan a Q clash? Yes, I did. Yeah, I think we won. I played in one and won by about three points or something like that. So. Yes. What's the difference about growing up playing footy in Queensland? How do you find the build-up different living in such a big footy state? Yeah, it's pretty incredible. I I really think that the showdown is probably the the fiercest rivalry in club football in Australia. I think, and I probably thought that before I came to the club anyway. So I was probably always of that opinion. Just just the size of the game and, and the intensity, but now actually living it and and living the the build up, um, yeah, it's just a whole nother element. It, it really is for the fans. I think it's it's really a, a game for the supporters. Um, 
they get really into it, really passionate about it. You know, a win means so much to them. So I reckon it's it's their week. Um, that's how I've sort of tried to tried to manage it. I guess not being a South Australian, being from Queensland. So yeah, just think of it as like, uh, yeah, it's it's their week, and you want to try and perform for them. Um, so yeah, it's 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 a very stark difference, um, but it, it's enjoyable. It's sort of you, it's why you play footy. I think you want to want to play in big games like this, and you want to really feel the feel the atmosphere and the and the highs and the lows of, of what the rivalry brings. I think you've summed it up pretty well there, mate. I think it is. It certainly is for the fans and the supporters, isn't it? Keezy, mate, you're always generous with your time. Thank you very much for uh, chatting with us on the Crows Radio Show. No worries, guys. Thanks so much. It was really fun. I loved it from the bottom of my heart. (laughs) (laughs) Now, we need all the Triple M family members and the Crows family members to listen up right here because we're doing, Saucy, a listener giveaway. We're giving away a Guernsey right at this very moment, if you don't mind, and it's signed by everyone. It is a team signed Guernsey, and everyone loves a free gift, (laughs) don't they? My God. Market (laughs) value, if you don't mind. Seriously, through the roof. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to run through eight questions, okay? Yep. This is all showdown related because of the showdown was on last night. There's eight questions. We need eight answers to crowsradio at afc.com.au, okay? Okay. That's right, Tomo. So we want to encourage, obviously, everyone to download the Listen app. Yep. If you don't get the questions now, um, go on to the Listener app. You can grab them from there. That's but- the thing. So you can listen live now and then write them down and set it off or download this and then we're up and flying on the Listener app and then you can email them off. Very, very simple. That's it, mate. Okay. Question number one. There's eight questions here. Question one. What year was the first showdown? <sighs> Yeah, I got it in my head. Don't worry about that. uh, We won't give too much away. What year was the first showdown? Okay, question number two. What was the margin in the only final between the Crows and Port? So they only played once in the final. Blowout. It was a blowout. Blowout. (laughs) Our way too. (laughs) Question number three, Saucy. What number showdown was last night's match? Mm -hmm. So you should be able to work it out at uh, two a year, maybe Mm -hmm. a final, maybe Mm -hmm. one in COVID as well. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> Number four, Saucy To the nearest thousand What's been the biggest attendance at a showdown? Oof. It's been a few headline ones Obviously the final which we mentioned Phil mm. Walsh game Yes Last year's showdown at the end was a big one Yes That was a, a highly, Huge. highly attended one Number five, Sauce. What round has played host to the most showdowns? Oh, Tough one, Saucy But gettable Very gettable Question number six who are the two players on the Showdown Shield? Oh. Now, there's something in common with them. Well, I'm going to go out and say it, brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Question number seven, please, horse. <laughs> <laughs> Who won the inaugural AFLW Showdown medal? Star. Star. Star of the competition. Star. Question number eight, please. To bring it home. What is the Crows' winning percentage of home showdowns? Oh, that is tough. What is the Crows' winning percentage of home showdowns? Mm. Mid-50s, something like that, I reckon. <laughs> okay, so all these answers need to be emailed to crowsradio at afc.com.au. All eight questions are there on the listener app. If you missed it right now, head to the listener app. There's eight questions. You can get them. I'll tell you what, Saucer, are we saying you don't have to get them all right? Just send them in. Yeah, just send them in. We hope so. And uh, this will be the first of many giveaways. So. Yep. We're looking for more interaction this year, Tomo, and a few giveaways uh, along the way. I love it. I absolutely love it, Saucy. We have a crow sign Guernsey to give away. Make sure you head to the listener app. Get those eight questions. Send in your answers to crowsradio at afc.com.au.
Listen as many times as you like on the listener app. The Crows radio show with Source and Tom. I always loved this next guest that we're about to speak to, Saucy. 203 games to his name. He was very, very good for the Adelaide Football Club. Brent Radar Riley joins us. Radar, you got us. How you going, guys? How are you? Yep. No, nah, mate, we're going going very, very well. Now, showdown last night, obviously. We would love to uh, pick your brain about the memories, the battles you had with the old foe. Yeah, so it was interesting coming over from Victoria, uh, being a Victorian, coming over and um, getting my first taste of uh, what a showdown was. I didn't really get too much of an exposure to it in Melbourne, but uh, coming over from Victoria was, uh, yeah, it was a bit of an eye-opener to see the parochial crowd and how invested both supporters are uh, and how loud they are. So I guess my first memory was playing my first showdown was, uh, yeah, very loud. Uh, and then you just, all of a sudden, you just grow to hate Port Adelaide. So uh, that was something that happened pretty quick, smart. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was a, they're, they're great rivalries and uh, they're always the games you want to play well in. Now, I forget you're Victorian, Radzi. It's, um, you're, de- you're definitely South Australian now. We, we own you anyway, so... Yeah, it's been I've been here longer than I have been in Victoria, so but I still call myself Victorian. <laughs> um, mate, looking back at your career, I, I know that you didn't get the premiership, um, I guess through the mid two thousands, but arguably that's probably the Crows' best team that we 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 put out in the park. Obviously, it's really hard to win a premiership, but how do you look back on those times of playing with such um, you know well credentialed players and you know Hall of Fame members of the club? It was a, a really special time for the club. Yeah, it was. It was you know especially being a young fella coming over and, um, you know, I was put in between Rue and uh, Benny Hart and the lockers there for a, yep. for a period of time. And um, it was just great to come and learn off those guys. And I was a bit of a footy nuffy and I knew the Crows and I knew they're good players. And it was just really, it was just so enthralling to come and, and play with those sort of players and, and train with those sort of players and, and, and earn and get their respect. And, um, yeah, it took a period of time. Um, it sort of wasn't until when Craigie sort of took over in 2004 was when I started to cement the spot on the side and um, started playing through the midfield and and you know, playing with guys like Rue and Goody and, and McLeod and those sort of guys through the midfield was, was certainly a, a, a big learning curve for myself to go through. And, you know, 05, um, you know, we had a pretty good year that year. Um, and then it was probably 06 when we thought, you know, we're, we're a big chance here to win it. And uh, I think that year, I'm not sure, I think we want to run one eleven games in a row, um, yeah. which is a pretty, pretty amazing thing to do at, at this level. Um, so that was pretty powerful. And then, yeah, we go into the first first qualifying final and um, played Frio and, and beat them. And then, yeah, we come up against West Coast in, in the prelim and um, I actually watched the highlights the other day. I don't know why I did, but it just <laughs> come up on the feed at the AFL website and, had a bit of a look at that, and we played some really good footy that day. It was just you know, West Coast just outran us in that in that second half, and uh, you know with Cousins and Jordan and Kerr and those yeah. sort of guys mm-hmm. getting off the chain a little bit. But uh, look, it was a de- devastating result. Um, but you know you reflect on those sort of games, and you know, played I played in two prelims, and unfortunately didn't get the chocolates in in, in both of them. But um, yeah, you always look back at playing those games, and I'll say, you know, 2012 was probably similar source in, yep. in that, that aspect of it all. But uh, unfortunately, you, know, you don't get that accolade, but at the same time, you know, your experience to, to play in those, those big games was, was certainly a thrill, a thrill in my career. Rad, you're, you're a real uh, versatile player, obviously, super fit, and, um, you know, you could take a overhead mark, you're skillful and all that sort of stuff. Where do you feel you played your best footy? Because, you know, with those, with those attributes, sometimes you had to play on the best player. Um, sometimes you're able to just play midfield, half back. Where do you feel you played your best footy? 
Well, when I first came in, it was half back. So Craigie yep. put me in half back, um, half back wing, um, and then I was always always sort of work pigeonholed myself to to play as an inside mid, and um, it took a bit of developing to to do that, and it was also pretty hard side to get it to get that yeah. role of an inside mid with those sort of uh, champions ahead of me. So um, I worked my way up there. Um, I still reckon I was a better halfback um, when I went back to the halfback when Sando, Sando took over in 2012. Um, I really liked that role um, and how, how I could just read the play and sit behind the ball and help, you know, in the air but also on the ground with with my with my skills. But yep. um, yeah, I, hard to say, source, because I, I learned a lot from both. But um, looking in reflection now, man, I reckon halfback was probably my position. Yeah. Raider, how tough was it for you transitioning out of footy, mate, into everyday work life? I see you down at South Adelaide at the moment. Are you enjoying that? Yeah, I really am enjoying it. It's a, it's a good change-up. Um, you know, when I finished, I had, had some recovery to do uh, from my injury, so yep. didn't really get straight into the work, and I just had to work out what I wanted to do, really. Mm. Um, and this was one of the things that I worked towards, being a, a, a generator of footy or a head of football at a football club, and... Um, Went down the coaching path and um, I really enjoyed that, but just didn't see myself being a head coach and I didn't want to keep pursuing that. That, but I love the game and I love the business side of the game and I love the list management side of things. I love the recruiting side of things and I love just looking after the volunteers and the staff. I get a, get a bit of a kick out of that and um, and then helping the players that need a, need help along the way. But um, it certainly took a while to get to where I wanted to get to and um, I've just got my last subject. Um, finishing off in the last six or seven weeks of, of next few weeks that uh, that I'm doing a, a business course. And um, so as soon as I knock that off, I'll be very proud of myself that I've done yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, it's taken a bit of time just to do that. You know, you you got your full-time job, you have two kids over that time. Um, so you know, just trying to juggle, life juggle, as you know, Source. Yep. Um, juggling your kids, juggling your life, juggling your, your partner, your wife, um, and juggling your family. Um Yes, things do take a bit of time to to get the, the credit credentials for, but um, I'm really enjoying it down at South. It's a club that you know we haven't haven't won a flag for some time, mm, yeah. but uh, we're we're really striving to do that this year. Well, when I believe we've got the squad You're to in do a good it. Spot, yeah. Well, mate, you should be bloody proud for what you've gone through and what your your family's gone through as well. What you did for the Adelaide Crows and what you're doing now, you should be uh, tip top, mate. So well done to you, and thanks for joining us. Cheers, guys. Good on you. What's going on with the membership at the moment, Saucy? Yeah, plenty going on as always, Tom. Obviously, this is your club. This is your moment. So um, as little as $18 a month yeah. gets you access to games. Visit crowsmembership.com.au for more information. It's a coffee a week, Saucy. Not many. No. How good. Or you, mate. You're <laughs> little frothies these days. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> with Gather Round just around the corner as well, Saucy, this is brilliant for the Adelaide Football Club, mate. And uh, what what's happening here at Triple M is we're celebrating it in full. So JB and Billy are making it over from across the board. How good, I love seeing the Vicks come across. Oh, yeah. The Russia Melbourne boys are going to head down with Bernie, Bluey and Jazz are going to broadcast live from the district. What a great spot that is as well. Thursday, the 13th of April, 2023, only a couple of weeks away. 3.30 p.m. Do not miss it. It's going to be absolutely brilliant. And uh, no doubt the Crows will put on a show that weekend as well. You've been supreme once again, Saucy. Feed up for the rest of the day, mate. Absolutely, mate. Looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, we'll build into next week.